I'm Marissa Norcross. And I'm Dave Freund, and this is The Next Page. Marissa, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good, thanks. It's a, it's a beautiful day today. It's one of those days where it looks so beautiful, but it's a little bit chilly. <laughs> right. You walk outside and it's like, whoa, oh yeah. my goodness, what just happened here? Mm-hmm. But it is it is beautiful outside. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just the the trees and the flowers and the lawns and... This is a perfect place to live. Spring has sprung. <laughs> Spring has sprung. But contentment can kill. Mm-hmm. So people are like, what did he just say? That's right. Contentment can kill. Yeah, I saw that uh, come through as the subject line of, <laughs> of my, in my <laughs> inbox. And I, oh, dear. Like, what, what is this? I, I... Oh, is Dave is going to the dark side this week. <laughs> Let's see. Last week I was talking about the uh, an, an increased or an exaggerated need to be liked, and today I'm saying contentment can kill, and that mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense because we're supposed to be content mm-hmm. to a point, right? When you read through it, what thoughts did you have? You know, at first I was, I at first I was kind of questioning where you were going with things, and. Um, but as I read through it, I, I started to understand what you meant by, by uh, what do you say, healthy discontent? Is that how you worded yes, it? Yes, healthy discontent. And, uh, you know, using that as a tool to, to not settle in and become complacent. Right. Um, and and to, to use it to propel yourself forward. And I, I thought, okay, I, I, get where, I get where you're going with this. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, so one of the statements I put here at the end of the first paragraph in my post this week was, being too content can kill your dreams and you can kiss your better tomorrow goodbye. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, we, and I don't want people to think that I'm not all about gratitude. I really am. And I think that we really should be thankful and grateful for what we have, for the blessings that we have in our life. But the reality is that when the tension between where we are and where we'd like to be is gone... Mm-hmm. growth stops mm-hmm. and if we're going to stop growing we might as well be dead because we will soon be obsolete you know everything is changing continuously and we need to and think about this with with relationships with people you know if if we don't think that our relationships can get better can become closer that love can be deepened we're lost we're that means we are and i think you use the word settle mm-hmm you know, that is su- that's such a tragic word. We're going to settle for something. No. We're not, we're not just saying, nobody wants to go to an average restaurant. It was okay. It, one of my grandsons has a, has a phrase. If you ask him, how is he? He goes, eh, it's okay. <laughs> and I know he loves it. You can tell the way he's eating it. But his reply <laughs> would be, eh, it's okay. No, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy it. The way you're the way you're chowing down, it must be more than eh, okay. So nobody wants a life that's eh, it's okay. But this so what we really need to do is we need to cultivate a healthy discontent. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I am pleased, but I think there's more. There's more that I can be that I can do. And and I use the example that, you know, and, and so let's talk about dreams. I think everybody needs a dream. You've, people have to be, I brought it up in a class that I taught today. Thankfully, I actually had people in a room in person today. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I also had like 10 people virtually, but I had people in the room. And I asked them, so can you see a better version of tomorrow? Because I said, you need to. You need to be able to visualize a better version of your department, of your company, of your product line, whatever it might be, your, your relationships. You know, how can I grow in this? How can I be a better husband, a better father, whatever it might be, a better son? And, and so we, have, we need to have dreams. And, and for years, well, for years, my dream was to be a tool and die maker. That was my dream. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I achieved that dream. And, and I, I don't know how good I was at being a tool and die maker. I guess, you know, my bosses could probably say more than I could about that um, back then. But then I realized that there, there must have been something different, something more that I was supposed to, to strive toward. And so I worked my way up. And then, you know, most of the folks that on the podcast would know of me as, as the president of Selflock for 12 years. And, and I actually had people say to me when, I, when, I, when the word got out that I was going to leave Selflock and go to, to MACNY, they would say, well, wait, you've achieved what everybody's dream is. Why would you leave? Mm-hmm. Well, because it wasn't my dream anymore. And I didn't realize it at first. But our dreams do change and our dreams grow, and they should. You know, we, and, and the reason they need to grow is our dreams are based on what we know. So as we know more, our dreams should get bigger. And that's something I think we miss. And so for me, you know, five and a half years ago, actually about six years ago, uh, next month, um, is when Randy approached me and said, hey, I know what you'd like to do someday. Come do it now. So he was in tune with what my dream was, but I didn't realize that my dream could, the calling to that dream could happen as quickly as it did. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and as soon as I started thinking about it, just as that quick, the reality hits. Are you going to risk everything for something this crazy? Well, there's the discontent piece. It wasn't that I was discontent with my life. Not at all. I, I was very happy, very thankful, very grateful for the opportunities I had. But there was something inside of me that said, no, there's more. You need to work on and, and I've talked that about the difference between being successful and living a life of significance. That was mm-hmm. the more peace that was there. I wanted to have a better, I wanted to make, have better impact in people's lives. So get out of the comfort zone. Give up, give up those things that are so secure so that you can try something new. And listening to you kind of share that, it, it's almost as if, you know, the one dream serves the next. Mm, yeah. So I like that. You know, you had your dream of tool and die maker and yep. you went through that process and it served you. You did great and you loved it and you wanted more and you were grateful, right? We keep we need to make sure we keep coming yes. back to the gratitude piece because that is what makes this healthy versus unhealthy. Right. Um, is that you're not saying, Oh, that was a that was a waste of time. Or you know, that was a terrible experience, but I, and I, I'm just going to be greedy and I want, I want more money. So I want to move forward. It's, it's different. Right. Um, and I think that's, that's the real key here is it's, it's almost like a, like a progression. It's not that you decide one dream was not worthwhile. It's just that, okay, mm-hmm. I, I, I did that. It was an experience. I've learned from it. What's next? Right. It's a ladder mm-hmm. going back to a few weeks ago. Yeah. It's, it's a, and I like you said, it's, it's a progression. It's one builds on top of the other one. 
Mm-hmm. That, that's a really nice way to put it. And, and the key, I think, is for us to be aware that our dreams might be evolving and might be shifting. And, and we, never, we, we never go to the next step by hurting someone else. Right. Or by climbing over people, so to speak. I, I want people to realize that we're not talking about this, this drive to achieve. We're talking about a drive to improve mm-hmm. and to realize that I can be better. You know, and, and, what I, what I, and I really want our listeners to think about, when I talk about that I want to, be, I want to have this healthy discontent, and what, I'm, what I'm saying is I want people to realize that we can be better at everything in our life. And to never settle for where we are, because when we do, we give up the opportunity for things that might truly be amazing. For me, like, you know, yes, I loved my job before, but I couldn't have, I wouldn't even have known at that point how meaningful my job could be mm-hmm. when I can help other people do things. Okay, so if we're thinking about the fact that, you know, we've got our dreams, we and our dreams are progression, they're, they're kind of like a ladder, we build on top of one builds on the next, we really need to identify some tools, some tips, some tricks that'll help us achieve our dream. And one of them is you have to be able to believe you can succeed. That's just, that's just a key part. Mm-hmm. And, and people say, well, of course I believe. Well, do you believe enough to get outside your comfort zone? You know, remember what I've said. I said this a couple months ago. Everything we want to achieve in life is right outside our comfort zone. Yep. So you have to kind of believe that you can succeed. This next one, Marissa, and I don't know what you thought when I, when I sent this note over, but get rid of your pride. Mm-hmm. If you're full of yourself, you won't see a need to change. That was a brilliant thing for me. To, I found that in a, in a book that I was reading. And it's so true. So if somebody is really stuck on themselves and they think they've arrived, what's the point? Why would they want to change? So to me, that was, that was a huge one. Then the next step was cultivating constructive discontent. We already talked about that. This is one that, that this next one is, is huge. Don't accept what is without considering what could be. That's such a powerful statement. So why do you think people get stuck on what is and they can't see what could be? Do you have any ideas? Um, I think when, you know, maybe a challenge seems too big or um, or just something in general seems like too overwhelming to overcome, yeah. it's easier to just accept it instead of thinking, you know, what, what could I do to, to change that? Right. That's very good. Yeah. And, and, and we get stuck, right? Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. just say, okay, there's no hope of this. And, and this morning, I, I brought up in my class this morning, I, I used the, my phrase, you know, what's the difference between, between saying I can or I can't or how can I? Mm-hmm. And it was interesting, and this fits into the next bullet point. This one gentleman said, when you get to the point where you're saying, how can I? He said, you're identifying that there is a path to the solution. Mm-hmm. And think about just the visualization of saying, when I get to a point where I can move from I can or I can't to how can I, I'm actually articulating that there is a path and I just need to let my mind find the path. 
that was a huge point that this that this gentleman made, which moves us into this into my last bullet point here, which was visualize what you want to be or what it looks like. Mm-hmm. When you were when you were studying dance, did they have you doing any visualization? Hmm. You're making me think back pretty far. <laughs> <laughs> um. I I think I think we did. Okay. I think especially you know, in some of our more conceptual les- lessons. And what do you know what they were trying to do when they were wanting you to visualize it? What was the point of it? Well, especially with performing, actually, now I'm remembering kind of visualizing that, but just kind of to to see yourself in, in that place and space mm-hmm. and you know, feeling what it might feel like and imagining right. what it would look like and what it could sound like and, and all of exactly. those things. And, you know, and I th- sometimes people think that when we talk about this visualization that we're like in some kind of a weird, you know, thought process. You know, and it's, it's really simple stuff if we think about it. You yeah. know, if we can visualize something, if you can, that's the power of vision boards. Mm-hmm. You know, giving us pictures of what it is, being able to see clearly what it is we want to achieve. And what happens is that that visualization is actually activating the creative power of our subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. We're using such a we use such a small portion of our thinking capabilities, of our mental capabilities. But when we can visualize something, this allows our our subconscious mind to be working on things. When even we're sleeping. Right. And, and what can happen is it can literally motivate us to work harder to find solutions. Because it becomes very, very real when we can see it. And if you see it, boy, you're going to drive toward that goal mm-hmm. even much harder. So your motivation goes up. You will end up doing things that you never thought you would be able to do or you would you would try to avoid situations. So for instance, if one of the things that I need to do is I need if I want if part of my visualization is to become a better speaker, better public speaker, I will put myself in situations where I have to p- speak publicly. Mm-hmm. Because in my mind I'm seeing it. And so I well yeah, that, there's no reason why I can't do it, but if I would be always concerned about well, I, you know, cuz public speaking that's what I think somebody said once, second only to death, um, public speaking is the most feared thing other than death. Mm-hmm. Like, really? <laughs> you know, but apparently it is, right? Yeah. So if you want to get better at it and you visualize yourself as being a good public speaker, you'll do it. Right. And then when those opportunities s- arise, you can seize exactly. them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And your your subconscious mind will be looking for those opportunities in normal things that are happening throughout the day that you might miss. You might pick mm-hmm. up on an email, an opportunity that you may have missed in the past. Um, you know, if people would just think about how many times were like at the last minute, do they remember something? Like well, when you, you leave Wegmans and, <laughs> and you think of the three things you forgot. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, you know, do you forget before you get home or before you leave the store? Mm-hmm. Or after you get home type of thing. Well, that's because you visualize those things and your subconscious mind was working on it. It literally, um, visualization can, can really become like this success strategy that you can keep drawing on 
Again, it's going to motivate you. It's going to help you achieve things that you never thought were possible. So when you, I want to get to your, your, my favorite thing to talk about, your seasonal bucket list. Okay. So how are you doing on spring, by the way? We're, we're in good shape. Good. And, yeah. And we've got a few things planned and I think the others will be a little bit more spontaneous, but I think we're, we're right on track for the spring season. The spring's a little bit shorter of a season. It is. I was going to say us. it's going to be summer soon. Right. So we have the summer list already prepped. I think it's actually done. I just have to print it. Look um, at there. The mm-hmm. sum- So that's perfect. So thinking about your summer bucket list, mm-hmm. when you and your family are adding things to the list, talk to me about that process. What's it like? Well, I, I mean, we, we do some vis- visualization for that. We kind of think about how we want to spend our time yep. and, and what we want our summer to look like. And yep. um, even thinking about how we want to reflect on that summer that hasn't even happened yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just kind of, and some of them are, are some, they're like a stretch, right? Like there are things that maybe we hadn't done before because one of the kids was too young or, sure. um, maybe there's some, you know, distance, a, a drive associated with it or, or whatever. Um, and you know, we just kind of set out to and commit to doing it because it made it on the list. <laughs> right. And when. <clears throat> Excuse me, it wouldn't be a wouldn't be a podcast if Dave wouldn't cough. Mm-hmm. Um probably for the girls the visualization piece is not as clear as for you and your husband. Right. But I do so, think they 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 kind of pick up on it. Like one of the okay. things, you know, we had play play in the rain um mm. was on our spring list, which you know, luckily we've had plenty of rain. <laughs> <laughs> we did lately. Yeah, it was dry for a while, but we've had our share now. Yes, lately. And, you know, immediately they, they understood what that would look like and what that would feel like. And so when it started to feel kind of muggy and you kind of get that rain smell and the big clouds start rolling in, Isla did say, um, Mommy, I think the rain's coming in, which, you know, our bucket list. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So, I, you know, I pulled that out as just a very simple example of visualization. When you're right, when you're talking about these things you're putting on the list, you're imagining what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And even Isla, who's four and a half, five? Five. Five, wow. So even Isla at five years old can begin to make those mental connections to what she, you know, she's making connection with the clouds and the smell and the rain. And hey, mm-hmm. this is on our bucket list. So imagine the power of a mind that is that is more developed than hers mm-hmm. in being able to really picture what it is I want to achieve. So, you know, the goal in what I wrote this week was just, yes, we should be, and I, I want to reinforce this too. We are not talking about not being grateful. We are not talking about not recognizing the blessings in our life. We are talking about don't settle. Mm-hmm. Don't lose, cultivate that healthy discontent, that itch that says, I think I can do better than this. You know, I think my marriage can be stronger than this. I think I can be a better father than this. I think I can be a better leader, better, whatever it is you're working on. I I can do better than this. And I can have a bigger impact on the world around me. Mm -hmm. How do I do that? What's that look like? And that becomes exciting. 
just sitting and having the same day over and over again, the same season over and over again without enjoying any of it is simply a waste. Mm -hmm. So that's really what this topic was. It was short. It was sweet. um, And I'm hoping that it jogged some memories that, hey, we need to be busy. We need to keep growing. Mm -hmm. Anything you think I might have forgotten? No, no. I, I mean, I, I'm not an expert on this topic, but um, I, I think it's, it's very thought provoking and um, hopefully you got some attention with your, <laughs> with your subject line that yeah, can well, I thought so. <laughs> Look, you know, we won't call it clickbait completely, but <laughs> I do try to come up with a, with a title that's going to at least get somebody read it mm-hmm. um, and, and click onto the podcast. But yeah, if you are too, so let me just read just my my because I'm not an expert on this at all, you know. And people need to realize what they what they hear us talk about and what they read in my weekly posts is just what I'm experiencing in the moment. Mm-hmm. But being too content can kill your dreams, and you can kiss your better tomorrow goodbye. So just make sure that you're continually make sure that your dreams are in line with your values, your beliefs, and then strive toward that closer ideal that you that you want to live for for you and your family Mm -hmm. any special plans for the weekend no nope not really how about you well believe it or not my long awaited aquarium that was being built that's been on order for months Mm -hmm. i finally got a message last night it is in town oh how exciting so we're gonna pick it up and move it in and start setting it up so that's great yep I'm excited. And hey, and if I get some time, I may also um might start to work on the old boat and get her ready for uh, the nice weather. I had a feeling that was coming. It's coming. Yeah. Well, the aquarium was supposed to be done like two months ago, but it didn't. So it's coming <laughs> along. So with that, I'm Dave Freund. I'm Marissa Norcross. And this was The Next Page. <laughs>